Yeah, this extreme weather, what do you think of this? It goes from super, super hot to the wintertime when it's super, super cold. You know, normally throughout the year, it's not that big of a deal to store things and keep things at a relatively decent temperature, i.e. your water, your, your shelf food, stuff like that. But what do you do with stuff that needs to be refrigerated? You don't want it frozen and you don't want it to boil. How do you handle that? Let's explore a few different possibilities and take a look at that, shall we? Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Oklahoma Prepper. Okay, so to keep things cool, there are several things you can do. And if you're seriously into the prepping, um, and you have the space to do it, the ideal thing to do is to build you a root cellar. Now, what is a root cellar? A root cellar is just a fancy name for a hole in the ground you can walk into. Once you get below the freeze line, the ground will maintain a temperature of around 60 degrees. Now, put a thermometer in your refrigerator, and you're going to find your refrigerator is also 60 degrees. Your freezer is zero. Okay, you got to have that freezing but your refrigerator is 60, same as it is below the freeze line. Now, um, the 18 inches below the below the freeze line right there, so long as it's not open to the hot air or the cold air above ground, you have a way to close it up. It'll maintain that all day and all night. So it's going to be warm at night, cool in the day. So that's the way to do it. But not all of us have the place, the time, or whatever else to build a root cellar. So, do you have to go through all that in order to do that? No, you do not. Uh, another thing you can do is cut the hole, cut a hole in the bottom of a five-gallon bucket, and put two five-gallon buckets on top of each other. Dig down in the ground, put those in there, and then make you a wooden cover or something to go over the top of it to keep some of the heat during the day off of it, and you know, a little insulation right there. And you can store a few things down at the bottom of that hole, but that'll maintain your 60 degrees. Now, does everything need to be kept in that right there? Absolutely not. If you have access to a stream, you're going to want to find one that has running water, okay? Not, not rapid water. Don't, don't misunderstand me. You'll put something in there and it'll wash right downstream. But something with a good flow and a steady flow. And you can put things like a can of six pop, uh, a six pack of pop, a six pack of beer. You can, you know, things that can go in the water without getting root. You can put that down in the water and you can keep it cool that way. And same thing in the wintertime. Right now it's going to keep it cool. That way you got decent water to drink or decent soda pop to drink if that's your thing. But in the wintertime, it's going to keep it warm enough so that you're not having to thaw it out every time. You don't have to sit there and eat on ice. So there's those options. Now, the good thing to knowing these things is if you're going to be in a location long term, this is an excellent thing to do. Whether it's just a hole in the ground or whether it's a full-on root cellar. Your choice. That's entirely up to you. But it only works if you're going to be in the same spot for a long period of time. Because digging that deep hole, because you really need it, uh, you know, a gallon of milk, what's a foot tall, you need 18 inches. So you'd have to be 36 inches in the ground to keep a gallon of milk cool. So that's a 36 inch hole by, what, 12 inches? You know, that's a, that's a lot of digging, okay? 
and digging one of those every two or three days, well, either you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or you're going to get real tired of it real quick. So there is that. Now, another thing you can, other things you could do to cheat on that, um, there are some animals that are burrowed down on the ground. And if that animal has abandoned its burrow, you could always adapt that burrow to fit your own needs. So there is that. Or, depending on where you're at, what the situation is, rock slides. Okay? You can get, you know, anywhere rocks are piled up. Just get in there a ways. Get away from that outside. It may not be that perfect 60-degree temperature that you want, <clears throat> but it's going to be a lot cooler or a lot warmer than it is outside. Also, if you can find a place, whether it be a man-made cave or a natural cave, you can get inside there and check your ventilation, and you can build a fire in there, and it gives you a good place to protect yourself. So it would cover for keeping things cool and or warm. It would cover your shelter. And it would cover your security right there because you got one possibly two ways in. Okay, so you have those options too. Also, you know, we talk a lot about survival and we've talked about your inch your inch bag, the I'm never coming home bag. But if you bug out, can you do it by yourself? I mean, seriously, can you go out by yourself on your own, not another person, and do what needs to be done? Most everybody can't. Some can. I'm not saying nobody can. I'm saying some can, but not everybody can. So who's your bug out buddy? Who's your Bob? Okay, that's what you need to ask yourself. Who is your bug out buddy? What are your strengths? What are their strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are their weaknesses? How can you all work together to get the job done and keep each other alive? Okay. These are things that you seriously need to think about before this situation comes because you don't want to get out there and realize you've both got the same strengths. You've both got the same weaknesses. Somebody's going to die because neither one of you know how to put a Band-Aid on. Okay, that's an extreme. I know that, but think about it, okay? You need to have your bug out buddy, and you all need to practice and work together to figure things out. And we have discussed several different ways to practice that. One way to practice it is to go out to the woods and go do it. Three, four, five days, whatever. What you got in your pack or what you can carry on your person, no pack. Your choice, however difficult you want to make it on yourself. You got to choose your level of where you're at. Stay at home for a weekend. Turn the gas, water, the electric off and bug out or bug in. Okay. Can you get through two, three days in your house with out having to worry about anything else this is a huge question you want to make sure you can do this whether it be in your house or out in the woods you have to be able to survive if you can't survive you're going to die plain simple and who's your buddy who are you going to do it with you need to practice with that person okay now another thing you got to keep in mind is how many children do you have around you you have to keep alive okay I've got four kids, but they're all grown adults, so I don't have to worry about them too much. I've got five grandkids. In fact, I've got my oldest granddaughter sitting here with me right now. Come here. Say hi. Hi. Yeah, that's about as nice as she gets. She's actually rather a mean child. She tells me I'm ugly all the time. See, she tells me I'm ugly all the time. Anyway, 
How many kids do you have to take care of? What do you have to take along for them? How old are they? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Can they follow basic orders? Okay. Can they keep themselves in check enough so that you can do what you need to do? And you definitely need to get those children involved in doing these things. They need to understand just how important what you're doing is. The thing is, you're going to have the exact same problem that every other parent in the world has. How do you keep your kids involved? So, just like with I and our neighbors and everybody else, we've all got our strengths, we've all got our weaknesses. What your kid is good at and let them help with that part of it. If they're not any good at planting potatoes, don't make them plant potatoes. Good idea for them to learn, don't get me wrong, but maybe that's not the best thing to say, you're in charge of this. So, just those little things to keep in mind. So anyway, uh, that's where we're at. I was told by somebody who I met the other day that I am actually funnier in person than I am over the air. I think I, I, I think the reason for that is because my face is ugly. I can make the face. It's really strange talking into a microphone, staring at a computer versus talking to an individual. That That is definitely different. But anyway, y'all be safe, be careful, keep practicing. And if you don't have, if you don't have a root cellar, if you, go make you a little hidey hole in the backyard. Seriously, 36 inches, 18 inches around, boom. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy, okay? And that's a good backup spot, just in case. But anyway, do what you will, okay? Be safe, be careful, get some chickens. Always have eggs, all right? Always keep it friendly on your six. Kiss my ass.